Hello there, and welcome to Erica's Ghost Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and today we're in New Orleans, down by the French Quarter. This episode is episode 14, called New Orleans Down by the Bayou. So much culture lives here. Can we just appreciate this hustle and bustle of a city? We can see so many places are haunted. We can see gators coming to swim up the Mississippi River. Swamps with gorgeous trees, 200-year-old trees. Buildings, very tall buildings. And the streets, they're so small and lively. I just, I love it here. having fun but some of these sounds and photos that I'm putting on Instagram are recorded by yours truly moi. There is so much energy here at the French Quarter. It's hard to focus on one particular street corner, one particular story. It's also really hard to tell if we're talking to regular people or ghosts. As you could probably tell, I am here live in the moment. Well, not really. I'm at my studio recording, but I was in New Orleans for my birthday in November of 2023. So a a couple months back, uh, Emily and I took the trip and uh, it was really fun. I have to start out by saying that this area of New Orleans is very noisy. It's really hard to hear anything specific. Jazz cafes are going. The lively French market is happening. The Mississippi River with its big boats running through. We ended up going on some haunted tours and some bayou swamp tours. We checked out a lot of the jazz and Creole music and blues. We walked down the lively street of Bourbon. And a piece of my heart had to experience this. I really enjoyed my trip. And I was impressed that I was able to keep up with this lively city, really. We stayed a block away from La Lorie's mansion. We were a block away from the Mississippi River, a few blocks from Bourbon, and a few blocks from the Frenchman Street, where all the live jazz was. And this live jazz is like every night of the week. There was live jazz everywhere. On the street, inside, and like, I'm from Canada, and in November it's cold. Well, not in Louisiana, my friends. It was really, really warm weather. We were close to everything. I got to experience firsthand the energies, the history, and the noise of it all. Obviously, this show is about ghosts, and oh boy, do I have some ghost stories for you. Please follow along with the photos on my Instagram at Erica's Ghost Stories. 
Now, as you probably know, or have guessed by now, the French quarters of New Orleans has so much history. Not a pretty history, which is why it's extremely haunted. I will only be covering three of those infamous ghost stories, which includes Jackson Square, Mary Laveau, the infamous voodoo queen, and La Lurie Mansion. All very famous people stories filled with rich history. All right, let's get into it. The first haunted location that we will be covering is the historical park and landmark of Jackson Square. This is the main square in the French Quarter, existing since the mid-1800s. Gated, previously known as Place d'Armes, which is Place of Weapons, with a beautiful garden on the inside, as well as the famously known statue of General Andrew Jackson, hero of the Battle of New Orleans and the 7th U.S. President. The square is linked to the biggest cathedral ever, named St. Louis Cathedral, as well as, and also linked to the old city hall, this area has millions of visitors every year. It hosts celebrations, weddings, town parties, and back in the day, a place of execution. Yes, it was entertainment for them to have public executions of the criminals and rebellious slaves during the 18th and 19th century. The first three executions were rebels of the German coast uprising, and their heads were put on the city's gates. This area also linked to the torturous prison in the basement of City Hall, where prisoners could wait many years before a public execution. In the early 1900s, it's a place where painters, performers, amateurs, caricatures, palm and tarot readers gather. In the 60s and 70s, it continued to be a place for New Age and pagan people to tell fortunes, read palms, and do business. It was a place for jugglers to perform and for musicians to play live music for the crowds. Located on the corner of Jackson Square, Murals Jackson Square Restaurant, this building was built by Jean-Baptiste de Tréan for his family in the 1700s. This building went through many owners. During a Good Friday in 1788, the place caught on fire. Then came along Pierre-Antoine Lapardie Jourdain, who purchased it and restored it to its original style and gracefulness. Pierre was known to take pride in his newly rebuilt home, and he loved it so much. But one day, in 1814, he lost the place to a poker game. Unfortunately, he did not take the loss well and unalived himself on the second floor, what is now called Mural's Seance Lounge. The story goes that Pierre has never left his home. Guests say they see a sparkling light 
moving through the seance room. His spirit moves around on the second floor from room to room and throughout the whole building. Objects moved around, lights flickering, and orbs floating in the photos we take. The tour guide said if we took a photo, he would most likely say hello and appear as a sparkling spot in the photo. We could actually see the specific poker room uh, from the street, just from the outside. So uh, everyone on the tour was taking pictures. I asked to look at someone's photo and there it was, a small glowing orb sitting at the dining table. The second location I will be mentioning today is the Mary Laveau tomb in St. Louis Cemetery number one. Kind of a little bit about Mary Laveau and her tomb. Although we did not get into the cemetery as a part of the tour, we certainly learned about it verbally from the locals and a couple of tour guides as well. The voodoo queen, Miss Marie Laveau, has thousands of visitors per year at her very large decorated tomb in St. Louis Cemetery. It is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, cemetery in New Orleans. You can find books about her all along the Mississippi River's business and bu busy hustle area. She was said to be allied with the Catholic priest at the time, and they were seen at sunrise walking along Jackson Square talking about spirituality and religion. She was married many times and had 15 children and lived until she was 79 years old. She was a dedicated healer, voodoo practitioner, herbalist, and a businesswoman. One of the most influential female religious leaders and community activists in this area. Which is why, to this day, businesses will sell anything about her. Books, paintings, framed pictures, old antique things. And many practitioners pray to her as a dedicated devotee. Our third and last haunted location in the French quarters in New Orleans is La Lorie Mansion. Trigger warning here, mentions of slavery and torture. I did cover La Lorie Mansion before this episode. Check out episode 5, Top 10 Haunted Places in America, Part 1, where I talk in details about La Lorie Mansion. Today, I will only cover some aspects and basics of the tour that I was on that toured her house. So the guide um, said that it was a very popular destination for tour guides, of course, and they were all gathered at this corner since it's the most daunting haunting in town. Delphine Lalaurie threw many parties Many block parties, she was well-liked in the town. She would invite all of the locals. Between 1830 and 1834, funeral records documents the death of 12 slaves who were very haggard. Of those 12, Bonnie, a cook who was chained to the stove. This three-story building had an attic where she kept her slaves and tortured them. 
the townies started to take notice of the horrific screams coming from the attic, and people started to talk. The city found her guilty for cruelty, and she was forced to give nine of her slaves back to the city. But on the same day, she marched back to City Hall and bought them all again. In 1834, the mansion caught in flames, and everyone inside passed. When she was young, a couple of her family members were killed by their slaves, which is what historians are blaming the need to buy and torture these people. This is the worst part of the story, but after the fire, she fled to Paris, and it was documented that she died peacefully. So there you go, folks. If you can imagine, I was up close and personal with all three of these haunting places, and I could feel their energy. Or maybe it was the energy of the French Quarter in general. It does give off like a really intense energy and vibe. I loved learning about it, about all of the historical places. I mean, okay, our haunted tour had over 10 locations. So you can imagine that we were just running around, like learning about all of these places in the French Quarter. The intense historical events hold such a dense energy in the places we visited. Again, please check out my Instagram at Erica's Ghost Stories Podcast. I posted some pictures there, and some of them are mine and some of them are from the internet. So please, 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 please don't judge me. Um, but some of them are bonus pics that I took. And um, I would love to thank my Patreons who keep the podcast going. I hope you had so much fun listening, and until next time.